0: Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. This morning, how are the dead raised up? If a change happens while people are in the grave, what is that change? Let's ask the Lord for his guidance. Dear Jesus, thank you that you are so amazing. That not only do you create life, but you can recreate life and bring us up from the grave. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. We're going to begin with 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35. But some men will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? People in Corinth were having a problem understanding that. I think many people do. What body do they come out of the ground with? Verses 36 to 38 of the same chapter, 1 Corinthians 15. Give us some more details. Now, I'm sure Paul says this kindly, but he says, "Thou fool, <laughs> that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die." In other words, if you sow a seed, it's not going to live as a plant unless the seed dies. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bear grain; it may chance of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as it pleases to him and to every seed his own body. The same individual will come from the grave that went into the grave as truly as wheat comes from wheat that is sown in the earth. So you sow a grain of wheat in the earth. It's not that very same grain that comes up. It's other grain, but the grain has all the same characteristics and is still wheat So if a person dies, I think is what he's saying, that a body, just like the body that went in the grave, will come out of the grave with the same functions of a body. The same individual will come up from the grave that went into the grave. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 44 tells us it's sown a natural body and it's raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. So, just as Jesus was raised a spirit and God is spirit, and yet they still had a body, and they still have a body, we will be spiritual bodies. So it's sown a natural body. So when we die, we're just a natural body. But when we're raised, we'll still have a body, but we'll be spiritual. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20 says, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. In other words, the same thing that happened to him will happen to us. And he's the first one that was raised. He was the sample or first fruits. In Testimonies, Volume 9, page 286, we read, The resurrection and ascension of our Lord is a sure evidence of the triumph of the saints of God over death and the grave, and a pledge that heaven is open to those who wash their robes of character and make them white in the blood of the Lamb. a sort of a romantic way of saying that through Christ's justification of us by his death, we are given power by the indwelling of his spirit to correct our characters and make, this, make them like him, we wash our robes of character. though so a character is almost like something you put on. Let's put on a clean character. We make them white in the blood of the Lamb, or it's Jesus' blood or his death that makes it possible for us to be changed and different. I'm going to continue reading. Jesus ascended to the Father as a representative of the human race, and God will bring those who reflect his image to behold and share with him his glory. And those of us who are here on this earth, God will come get and bring us home with him. Those of us who reflect his image, to behold and share with him his glory. There are homes for the pilgrims of earth and heaven. There are robes for the righteous with crowns of glory and palms of victory. All that has perplexed us in the providence of God will, in the world to come, be made plain. The things hard to be understood will find explanation the mysteries of grace will unfold before us where our finite minds discovered only confusion and broken promises we shall see the most perfect and beautiful harmony we shall know that infinite love ordered the experiences that seemed most trying as we realize the tender care of him who makes all things work together for our good we shall rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory pain cannot exist in the atmosphere of heaven in the home of the redeemed, there will be no tears, no funeral trains, no badges of mourning. The inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell there and shall be forgiven their iniquity. One rich tide of happiness will flow and deepen as eternity rolls on. That's so beautiful. Alrighty, so now, let us go to First Thessalonians 4, verse 14. Verse 14, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him? So if if you have some family member, like my son that died when he was 14, he's sleeping. And Jesus, when Jesus comes, he will raise up those who are in their graves, including my son. And Lord willing, he will bring him with him when we go back to heaven along with us who are still living if I'm still living so he will bring us all with him back to heaven those that sleep in Jesus will be brought forth as he was Luke 24 39 to 43 Luke 24 39 to 43 behold my hands Jesus said Jesus is speaking here Behold my hands and my feet, it is I myself, handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have, and when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet, and while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have you here any meat? And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it and did eat before them. Christ arose with the same body that hung on the cross luke twenty four thirty and thirty five and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake it, and gave it to them and thirty five and they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in the breaking of bread, so this is the uh disciples on the road to Emmaus and when Jesus said, they invited a man, in, he sat down and he broke bread, and they recognized him. He was known of them in the breaking of bread. So, when the way he broke the bread, they recognized him. John twenty fifteen. So, he was still the same person, doing the same things the same way, the same Jesus. John 20, 15 and 16. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, Why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him. I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Mary knew her Lord by his voice. His voice is going to be the same. Same voice. Same mannerisms. John 20, 3-8. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple, or John, we know it was John, did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down, looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter, following him, and went into the sepulchre, and see if the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. Why was it he saw and believed? Because if thieves had stolen his body, do you think they would bother to unwrap the linen things off of him and fold them up and leave them there? No, they would just grab him and run. (laughs) And if... um. Oh, I can't think of any other options. Anyway, so Jesus rose, obviously, and he didn't need those linen clothes anymore since he was risen. And he took them and folded them and laid them there so they knew that Jesus was living. And he was raised. And John recognized him. That was his orderly habits. That was the way he was. And he was still the same, Lord. John 20, 26 through 28. And after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus. The door was shut, the door being shut, and he stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. So he just came through the wall or through the door. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered, and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Philip knew by his personal appearance as Jesus' friends recognized him, so we will recognize our friends. First Corinthians fifteen. First Corinthians fifteen. Oh dear, my clock is gonna chime nine times. I'm like so oh, sorry. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 54. Yes, it's true. I'm getting a very late start this morning, 9 (laughs) o'clock. I'm just going to wait a second until it's through chiming. There, for whom the bell tolls. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And this is 1 Corinthians fifteen, fifty-one through 54. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this incorruptible must put on incorruption. I'm sorry, for this corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal, see we are mortal, this mortal, must put on immortality. This is when, through Christ, we have immortality and eternal life. Until then, we do not. We sleep in the grave. This corruptible must put on incorruption, or this death must put on life. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. There will be no more death after that, will there, brothers and sisters? Philippians three twenty and 21. Philippians 3, 20 and 21. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself? So it's Jesus who's going to change our body when we're raised. That is, if we have died. Our bodies will be like Christ's glorious body, what we just read. Matthew 17, 1 and 2. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and brings them up into a high mountain apart. And he was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was as white as the light. So their faces will shine as the sun, and our raiment will be as white as the light, all those who are raised up at the resurrection. Their faces will shine as the sun. And the raiment will be white as the light. Hosea thirteen fourteen. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. Mm, what's he saying? Christ has pledged to redeem us from death. Job 14, verse 15. Job 14, verse 15. Thou shalt call, and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to the work of thine hands. It's saying that God will have a desire to us. We're the work of his hands. He will call and the saints will answer. Let's be one of the saints. We want to answer him when he calls. Isaiah twenty-six nineteen. 19. Thy dead men shall live. Together with my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Christ will call, awake and sing. Wow, he wants us to awake and sing, and we will sing too, won't we? The Song of Moses and the Lamb. That'll be an amazing day. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty four through 57. So when... Okay, one more time, we're going to read these last few verses. When this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that it is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Remember, sin is the sting of death. And so that means the sin is gone, isn't it? Death, where is thy sting? Sin's gone. Grave, where is thy victory? There is no victory. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And our final reading, Testimonies, Volume 2, page 229. You can now face right about, heed the call of mercy, and live. Rejoice that your probation has not ended, that you may now, by patient continuance in well doing Seek for glory, honor, immortality, and eternal life. Rejoice that she who has been your faithful companion for years shall rise again, that mortality will be swallowed up of life. Look forward to the morning of the resurrection, when she who shared your joys and sorrows for more than a score of years will come forth from her prison house. Will you have her look for you, her companion in vain, Will you be missing then, as her voice is raised in triumph and victory? O oh, death, where is thy sting? And O oh, grave, where is thy victory? O oh, that day will bring honor to the saints. No shame, no reproach, no suffering then, but peace, joy, and immortal praise upon every redeemed tongue. O oh, that God would speak to your heart and impress you with the value of eternal life. And may you be led, my brother, to ever possess a spirit of noble generosity that you may discharge the duties of your stewardship with faithfulness, having an eye single to the glory of God, that the Master may say to you, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to spring forth with a song of victory. Thank you, Jesus. Let me just uh, summarize the things that we have just read. What body are are the dead raised up with? The same individual will come up from the grave that went into the grave, just the same as wheat that goes into the ground becomes wheat when it comes out, when it grows. It's sown a natural body, but it's raised a spiritual body, but it's still a body. Christ was the first fruits or the example. Those that sleep in Jesus will be brought forth as he was. Christ arose with the same body that hung on the cross. His disciples recognized him by the way he broke bread. Mary knew his voice. John recognized his orderly habits. Philip knew by his personal appearance, and Jesus' friends recognized him. We will recognize our friends. The righteous dead will be raised immortal. Their bodies will be like Christ's glorious body. Their faces will shine as the sun, and raiments as white as the light. Christ has pledged to redeem them from death. He will call, and the saints will answer. He will say, Awake and sing, and the righteous will spring forth with a song of victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May your word go forth and edify and bless many today, Lord. And I pray for those who are here with me this morning, that we will rest in peace, not being afraid, knowing that if we go to our rest before you come, that you will call us forth, and we will be transformed. Thank you, Jesus, for your promises for the future. I pray for those who are here with me this morning that they too may have that comfort. In your name we pray, amen. All right, brothers and sisters, God bless you. Tomorrow morning, we're going to study that there are two resurrections and there is a second death and what all of that means. We'll see you in the morning.